I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church, and I am very happy to be here with you today and also with my friends here in this beautiful sanctuary. I can't stand them. Can you? We have many things that we just can't stand anymore. We are going to talk about that, and I invite you to take notes of this special service. I can't stand them. Worship service 260 on October 17, 2021. Go to the website to download the bulletin, please. Bchurch.us. And you search in the tab bulletins. Click there. Bound. Or the other way can, you can do it. If you are watching on a big TV, grab your phone. And with your camera, get the QR code there. And directly, you will be able to download the bulletin of this. Sunday morning, you all have your bulletins. We are ready to go. So we start by telling you guys how much we appreciate your support. You guys are awesome. Praise God. The Lord blesses us with many wonderful things. Financial blessings, of course. You are happy. I'm happy. We are working. The provision of God is real. And we all make a contribution to the good Lord. Thank you so much, my friend that you are doing your part online. Some people say, you know, I don't go to church for this and these reasons, but I want to feel part of the church also financially. Well, there you go. There is an opportunity. Go to the website, bchurch.us forward slash give, or well, you can also do it through the text message, the number that you see in the screen. I want to say thank you, Tracy, for the songs. Thank you, Sebastian, for the work you are doing with our broadcast. And thank you to all our friends that are helping us today with so many wonderful things we are doing in different platforms. Thank you so much, guys. That's terrific. I can't stand them. Are, are you tired of people that you just can't stand them anymore? I am. And I have decided I'm not going to deal with that. Simply, I can't stand them anymore. Let me ask you this question. Which are those things that upset you? What are those little things? Which one of those upset you? I know that there are many, right? Okay, well, let me tell you this. Many things make you angry. Right, right now. Many things can make you angry. But also, many things can make you afraid. Correct? And at the same time, there are many things that can make you sad. Many things. I decided to go online and in a kind of a survey, ask people, what are the things that bother you? Which are those things that bother you? So there is a long list and I'm going to start reading because it's a long list and I know you're going to be entertained with the answer. So we have this full screen for you now. Let's just start. People who only look at their phone when you talk to them. Someone who mumbles instead of speaking to you clearly. Someone making himself too comfortable in your home. Those who take too much time to respond to your text or your call or your email. People making you wait on purpose. A clerk who ignores you when you are in front of them. Someone tapping his foot. 
<laughs> Salespeople pushing too much. Being put on hold when you make a phone call with obnoxious ads from the company. Big holes in the road. When you look upset and someone says, is everything okay? <laughs> People giving you advice that you have not asked for. <laughs> Certain sounds made by people. Next page. Waking up because someone is standing next to your bed, just looking at you. <laughs> Being interrupted by someone while you are saying something. Someone upsets you. And then this person says, we can talk because you are angry. Of course I'm angry. You upset me. Being touched by someone who is not a close friend. Trying to give you a hug or you just met this person. Who are you? <laughs> someone touching your food, your drink, your blanket or your pillow. Why people would do something like that? Poor grammar or poor enunciation. Childish attitude on an adult. The princess syndrome. Entitled people. People that only take and never give. People who do not pay what they owe. Poor me syndrome people. Laziness and nasty people. Next page. People who put others down. People who never want to help others. Arrogant people. <laughs> They think too much of themselves. Deceitful people. Selfish people. Self-centered people. Those who practice egoism all the time. Nitpicking people. Controlling people. Those who willingly are ignorant. Is what we call self-deception. Fearful people. They are afraid about everything. People who are unable to grow from within. Jealous people. People who make fun of those with disabilities. Next page. Those who are unable to assume responsibilities for their own decisions. Always blaming the, the rest. Inconsidering people. Especially towards elderly kids or poor people. Mm. People who are not interested in living in harmony. <laughs> Those who pre have prejudice against others. Whether it's a racial prejudice or gender prejudice. Or they have a prejudice against people because they do not share the same political views. And of course, those who are prejudiced or practice prejudice because they feel that they have too much money to be friends with everybody or too little money to be friends with the rest. Liars. Dishonest people. Disrespectful people. Those who bully others. Complainer or those who critic everyone else. They always practice criticism. Impatient people. Negative people. Rude people. Ungrateful people. Next page. Mean people, particularly towards those defenseless ones. Whether are women or children or those who are in need. Mm. People with bad communication. Some people have said to me that upset them a bad cook or a bad driver. 
People who manipulate others or are intentionally cruel. People who do not let others speak. They want to manipulate the conversation. People who hate others. <laughs> Bad tippers in restaurants. Ugh. Complacent people. They are happy with themselves. They don't think that they need to change at all. <laughs> people dividing others. Resentful people or people with short temper. Having anger attacks everywhere all the time. Chaotic people. You know, those that are super unorganized. People that don't, don't find anything ever. Condescending people always talking to the rest like the rest are stupid people. That's bad. People who are not punctual. People that are never on time. Next page, people mixing Christianity with politics. Those are two separate things. People who believe everything social media says. The gossiper. <laughs> people who do not fulfill their promises. People who eat with their mouth open. Drivers sitting at a green light while they are on their phone. <laughs> People who help a lot, we help them a lot, and then they kick us to the curb. In other words, we have helped them, and then they forget about the help they receive from us, ever. Again, come back, unless they need something. People who do not like you because you have more than they do. <laughs> Irresponsible drivers, whether they are drinking or texting or high. <laughs> Religious people judging the rest. But this one is my contribution. Those who can't tolerate people who believe in God, the Bible, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the church. So my friends, as you can see in this list, there is a lot of stuff there that will upset you. And then you will experience these feelings. Anger. Sadness or fear? Do you realize that those feelings produce negative energy? Indeed, those feelings, you know, dwelling inside of people will produce negative energy. And my friends, I know you have sensed that from time to time with different people. But the bad news for you is that sometimes other people sense that coming from you, that negative energy. Sometimes you are wondering, why is it that some people just don't want to be around me? I take a shower. What's the problem? I brush my teeth. What's the problem? Negative energy is going to push away people. People don't like others with negative energy. No, definitely no. People don't want that. Even, for your surprise, even those who are doing what is wrong do not like people with negative energy. Interesting. But I will tell you this. The problem is, bad feelings dwelling in you is like a bomb, the atomic bomb. That negative energy is really bad. 
Do you know that there are four things that negative energy is going to affect right away in you? Your heart, your life, your behavior, and your communication. Let me show you here full screen this. The first thing we'll do is going to mess up your heart because you will start carrying more and more all those negative feelings, those bad feelings, the sadness, the anger, and the frustration that will mess up your heart. Also, it's going to infect your attitude in life because suddenly you just are a negative person. It seems like there is nothing good about life. Eventually, it's going to damage your behavior because you are not going to operate normally. You are going to be all messed up. Your behavior is absolutely damaged and destroys your communication because all that negativity is going to affect you entirely. You know what Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says? From the easy-to-read version, and we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Your heart is essential to operate. You know that. When your heart stops beating, you die. Do you realize that? You know what is interesting? Some people sometimes go into a terrible situation called a coma. People have gone through situations like that. Their brain is useless. Still, their heart is beating. The true death comes to, pers to a person when their heart stops beating. Everything flows from your heart physically and your spiritual heart, your soul. And this is what the Lord wants us to know. Yes, indeed, there are many problems and many people that upset you and make you angry, make you sad. Yes, of course. There are many things that will frustrate you. The problem is that all those things are going to come directly to your heart. And then your heart is messed up. Your life, your behavior, and your communication. Do you want that in your life? I don't think so. So let me show you what kind of things happen in you when you are angry. First of all, you will experience a lot of resentment, right? And you are searching for revenge. You develop a lot of hate and eventually you are going to be evil. Because you were not able to hinder, handle the anger in you. Now, what happens when you are sad? First of all, you're going to be crying. How many people have headaches precisely because they cry? You know, they say that I don't know how many muscles you move when, when you smile, when you laugh. And there, is, there is some movement in your face. You know that. But you know what is interesting when you are crying, you also make an effort and it's in your whole head. Many people experience headaches because they cry so much. And when you are sad and you let that sadness control your heart, besides crying, you will be depressed. And the immediate result of being depressed is the feeling of abandonment. You feel like nobody cares. You feel that everyone left you. 
And then you feel like you have lost everything. So defeated. Do you like that? I don't think so. And what about fear? People that are afraid for whatever other people are saying, they start experiencing security. And they cannot do anything. They say, and we have seen scenes on TV about a shark coming in the beach and the shore, and there are people there. And some people, when they are captivated, captured by fear, they are paralyzed. You know? Well, what they need to do is to move away. But no, the, 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 fear, the fear being insecure will paralyze people in doubt about everything they do. And as a result of that, you see mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. The insecurity, the doubt, the fear. And all that just continue producing more and more what? Negative energy. Do you want that? I don't think so. You know what will happen if you are carrying negative energy? Let me show you full screen here. The four things are going to happen. Number one, you're going to hurt people. Number two, you're going to upset people. Then you're going to frustrate people. And then you're going to act like you are dead. Like there is no life in you. And all that is a result of negative energy. Negative energy that is flowing quite often through Christians, people that claim to believe in God, carrying a tremendous load of negative energy. They cannot enjoy anything. They cannot even breathe. They cannot even walk. They, can, they, cannot, they cannot enjoy a little sandwich. They cannot enjoy a little joke. They cannot enjoy a beautiful afternoon or a beautiful morning. They cannot enjoy a little cup of coffee or a cup of tea. What's wrong with these people? Well, what happens is that they are loaded, filled with negative energy. Are you one of those? Let me show you something. The Lord says in his word, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it it is from your heart my friend and it seems to be a simple lesson a simple message but it's more complex than you can imagine because everything you do flows from your heart that's why so many people are carrying negative energy so i'm asking you today right now are you carrying negative energy within yourself? So, you guys here? <laughs> and it's kind of a joke, right? But we can practice some exorcism here. <laughs> I'm going to exorcise some people here. Fear, anger, frustration, sadness. Go away. Go away. Go away. And some people think about that and they say, I agree. I can stand myself. I'm tired of my complaints. I'm tired of my anger. I'm tired of my fears. I'm tired of my sadness. I am tired of myself. What can I do? Let me show you this video. This is an illustration that will explain to you what happens with you on a daily basis. Let's suppose you are like this cup of water. Okay? Let's suppose for a moment 
You are just a little tiny glass of water. And you are there, hanging in there until somebody says something to you and messed up your day. And then you are like, oh my gosh, I was starting my day so good and I didn't feel that good. I wasn't that loaded, but you know what? Now I am, the, what I had is all messed up. Oh God, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, what your word says about this. And the Lord says, let it go. You have all these feelings inside of you, but you are just receiving more and more from God's word. His Holy Spirit. And you read another scripture and you hear another song and you say another prayer and you just feel that slowly something is changing inside of you. Pay attention. Look at the glass. The more water you pour into that glass that was nasty, eventually the glass is going to be clean. That is what happens with all the bad stuff within yourself. The more that you receive from God, the cleaner that you will be to the point of being absolutely clean crystal water. And that is the goal for us who believe in God. A clean crystal, crystal glass of water. How do we do that? Matthew 6, 14. If you forgive others for the wrong things they do to you, then your Father in heaven will also forgive you for your wrongs. Now, what is what we see here that is outstanding, that is so special? Forgiving others. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. No, forgiving others. Are you kidding me? That is why I can live. I have a life. I have to do something about this. I need to destroy some people. I need to keep hating these people. I can't stand these individuals. I have to continue being resentful and bitter. Don't tell me that I have to forgive. And the Lord says, yes. Because if you forgive others, your Father God in heaven will also forgive you. If you forgive others. If you forgive others. I want to invite you to the next Sunday service. 261 is the number of the worship service on October 24th. And the topic will be scary games. Join us, please, here in Victory Church. If you are in the area, come to Victory Church. At 10 a.m. is the service. If not, you are more than welcome to join us online. Before I continue, I want to give thanks. Full screen now. To my friends that were so kind to helping me preparing this message with their input. Jen Miller, Josh Perez, Linda Bryant, Deborah Jenkins, Tammy Posey, Charlene Granado, John Martin, Charlie Ray, Lorena Mendez, Brandon Tate, Mimi Hidalgo, Barbara Roach, Cheyenne Hernard, Tony McDaniel, Barbara Altum Hall, Nina Opi, Jess Quintanilla, Barbara Bailey, Tammy Strebler, Tracy Villatoro, Roger Hernandez, Royce Oxford, Christian Myren, Penny Wilkerson, Chen Stout, Jeff Torres, Pastor Nathan Mulungo, and Pastor Eldred Hodge, and Mariana C. Thank you to each one of you, friends. Appreciate because you helped me to build the foundation of this message. Now, what is what the Lord wants us to have? A clean heart. And that is your job. Your job is to keep your heart clean. How? How do you do it? If you forgive others, 
What did I say? If you forgive others, that is the way to keep your heart clean. And when you forgive others, what happens? The good Lord will forgive you. Are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to forgive, my friend? Are you willing to let it go? The key word here is if you forgive others. All of us want to be forgiven. All of us want to have the blessing of God. And it's coming. As long as we do what he says, forgive others, then you will be forgiven. That's the challenge. And it's not an easy one. But what happens when you are filled and loaded and charged with positive energy? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Where this positive energy comes from, I want to know. It comes from God's love. The love of God in your heart will push away everything. Simple as that. Like the water coming in that glass that you saw that was so nasty. That water clean up the glass. The water is the word of God. It's the spirit of God. It's the love of God. The love of the Lord is going to fill you up. The, Lord, the, Lord of, the love of the Lord is going to transform your life. First, it's going to inject life to your heart. Indeed, suddenly you are alive again. Suddenly you are interested in things again. Also, it's going to boost your attitude in life. So now you are like, shoo, I feel much better. I like this. I like the feeling. And then you start to not just receiving more love of God and producing positive energy, but you are sharing that positive energy with others, which is going to reinvigorate your behavior. Suddenly you are very enthusiastic and people notice and you know what happens? Positive people gravitate with positive people. And that is what we have here in Victory Church. That is what I have here with you guys. That is what I have with you, my friends online. That is what I have with my family and my friends. A source of positive energy, which is the love, the Lord's love, the love of God. And it's going to improve your communication. So now you will be able to talk more with the people that you thought that you will be able. You wouldn't be able to do it. Now you are. Because it changes your heart. It changes you. You know what the positive energy, the love of God will provide for you and do for you? A lot of joy. Let me put it full screen because I want you to see it. Joy. You will have tons of smiles. You will develop a lot of kindness. You will be filled with patience. You are going to be very considerate. You are becoming helpful. You are now very loving, very sheer, giving and sharing. And now you are becoming really a good person. A good person because it's positive energy. The love of God in you. Yes, of course. What is what you are giving? You are giving away the same thing. It's more of the spirit of God in you. You share it. With other people. I want to share with you this story. Let's read it. It's an interesting passage. Luke chapter 7 verse 44 through 50. The Lord Jesus says. Do you see this woman Simon? It was somebody that invited him to eat in his home. When I came into your house. You gave me no water for my feet. 
But she washed my feet with her tears and dried my feet with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, but she has been kissing my feet since I came in. You did not honor me with oil for my head, but she rubbed my feet with her sweet-smelling oil. I tell you that her many sins are forgiven. This is clear because she showed great love. People who are forgiving only a little will love only a little. Then Jesus said, said to her, your sins are forgiven. The people sitting at the table began to think to themselves, who does this man think he is? Who can forgive sins? Jesus said to the woman, because you believed you are saved from your sins. Go in peace now. This story, my friends, which is a true story, has so many elements that I'm going to just to take a couple of those because you need to hear this. When you are not grateful for what you have, you are going to become very ungrateful. And then you're going to complain for many things all day long. 24-7, all year long, year after year, and you are exactly that person that is unable to appreciate the greatness in other people. Here is Simon, who felt accomplished, who was okay with himself, didn't feel that he needed anything the other way around. He was feeling, you know, I have things for God. I have things for people. I can give some. Nothing wrong with that. Giving and sharing what you have is wonderful. But the reason behind is the problem. We don't know what were exactly his motives. But we can see the big difference between the approach of this woman to Jesus and his approach, Simon's approach. The Lord Jesus stated it very clear. You know, here in Jerusalem, we don't have cars, we don't have shoes, we have sandals, there is a lot of dust. And it's a custom that when you come to a house, they will offer you a place where you can wipe your feet, you know, dust them. A little bit of water, you know, with a little towel. So you can come inside of the house and your feet are kind of clean. These men didn't have the courtesy to offer that. And Jesus says, look at the difference between your greeting and her greeting. She came and with her tears, how many tears you needed to, to wash feet of somebody? That's a lot, my friend. Both are coming to the same person. The person is Jesus. But they come with a different approach. One, Simon in this case. He doesn't feel that he needs to bow down before Jesus. He feels that he doesn't need to surrender. He doesn't feel that he needs to show appreciation. He doesn't feel that he needs to be grateful. He doesn't feel that he has sinned against God. He doesn't feel that he has to repent. He's in, he's in his place, in his house. I'm going to feed you. I'm going to feed your people. Look how great I am. It's a bad approach. You and I should be like this woman. Acknowledging that we have sinned. 
that we need Jesus, that we need God, that we need his forgiveness. Therefore, our approach to him must be always very humbly. We bow before him and we say, I'm so sorry, Lord. There is no way, my friends, that we will be in heaven one day without being on our knees, crying in the presence of God. There is no way that you, once are in heaven, you are not going to be crying in the presence of God. You will. Right now, probably, if you are a believer, you just think, yeah, I might. But you, you will be crying. Not in a bad way. Because the scripture says that there is no tears there. There is no suffering, no sadness. Those moments out there being overwhelmed by God are going to take you to a place of gratitude and devotion, appreciation, which is what this woman showed. I'm so sorry that I sinned, Jesus, without saying the words, just by crying. It's like many people when they come to the presence of God, whether it's in a worship service or watching a video of a preacher, they cry. They just feel the sadness in their heart and they say, I gotta do something. I just can't live like this anymore. That is what this woman did. And not just the tears, then her own hair to clean and dry the feet of Jesus. Do you realize how valuable is for a woman her hair? You will not find a woman that doesn't care for her hair. We guys, eventually we can lose the hair. And, but a woman? Drying the feet of Jesus with her hair. Is a message saying. You're more important than everything else. Even my own self. You see the humility here? That's the first thing that Lord Jesus says. And he says, you know, you didn't even approach me to, to give me a proper greeting. You know, we are accustomed here. We give a hug, we give a kiss to a guest. You know, I made this dinner for you. It's a pleasure to have you here. No. This woman, on the other hand, kissing the Lord Jesus' feet. Saying, you are beautiful to me. God, you are so beautiful to me. You are so precious to me. You are my everything, Lord. You see the different approach? <laughs> there was no honor. There was no special place for Jesus in the place. There was no distinction. There were no banners saying, Jesus is home. Praise God. Musicians or something. There was no honor. It was a custom that that day they would put some oil in the head of the person. Nothing. On the contrary, this woman was the one who had a little oil, sweet smelling oil and anointed. Not just the head, but the feet. The feet of the Lord Jesus. That's why the Lord Jesus says to her, your sins are forgiven. She showed the, the love. She showed the appreciation. So my friend, do you show appreciation to God for the forgiveness of your sins? 
Do you show to Jesus every day how appreciative you are for life? My friend watching, do you show gratitude? Do you express thank you, God, for another day? Thank you, God, for my life. Thank you for my little income. Thank you for my little bread. Thank you for my little bed. Thank you for my little vehicle. Thank you, Lord. Do you express that? And the Lord says, the problem is, some people feel that they have not been forgiven a lot, just for a little thing. And honestly, the problem is that people don't know really that in the eyes of God, all sins are the same. It doesn't matter how critical or if you like light sins you have done. Sin is a sin. It's a barrier. You cannot go to the presence of God with sin. So therefore, the blood of Jesus needed to be poured down for your salvation. Therefore, as a result of that, you realize how big the price was paid for you for your salvation. That is why you show the gratitude. But well, the Lord Jesus is saying those things to Simon, the guy of the house. The others are there watching. Like happens today. People are watching me just to judge me. People are watching you because they are looking that you are watching just to see what you do with that information. People are watching. They're just the spectators. And some of them, they are mean. And because they are in the darkness, they don't know anything about anything. And they were wondering, who, this, who does this man think he is? That is the audacity of the people in the world today. Who does Jesus think he is? Because I have power. I have the power to decide what I want with my life. If I want to do this, I will do this. If I want to do that, I will do that. Who do you, Jesus, think you are? I can do whatever I want in my life. That's the problem. They don't realize who the Lord Jesus is. Now, notice that the Lord didn't invest time with these people. He went directly to the woman and said, because you believed you are saved from your sins, go in peace. Because you believed. And although the Lord didn't talk to these men, he did. So my question to you is, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe who Jesus is? The son of God who died for you for the, your salvation. Because the only way that you will have your heart clean. And remove all those bad feelings. And produce positive energy. Which is the love of God. Is when you are forgiven. But you are not going to be forgiven. Unless you believe that Jesus is the son of God. And when you believe in him. You are so blessed. Because you know that your sins are forgiven. And the Lord said earlier, forgive others as your father forgives you. 
So Christianity is based totally in forgiveness. You get hurt, you forgive. You hurt others, they forgive you. You see, it's a cycle. Because we are messed up. We are not perfect. Only God is perfect. And it's not going to stop ever. You say, well, you know, the more respectful that I am, the, the, the wiser that I am, the more mature that I am, the older I get, you know, people are not going to be mean to me. They are not going to disrespect me. It doesn't matter. People are people. Offenses are going to happen to you all the time. Never. They will never stop. Never until we are in heaven where there is perfection. Here on earth, you see that even in a funeral home, people are telling jokes about the deceased. <laughs> there is disrespect towards the widow. There is disrespect towards the children, towards everything, to, towards the minister there. Offenses will never stop in life. But forgiveness is what God offers us. And today the Lord is offering you forgiveness. Because he sent his son to pay the price for your forgiveness. The question is if you are willing to receive that love, that forgiveness. You know, according with Romans chapter 10, and you see it on the screen, there is only one condition to be saved. It's if you openly say, Jesus is my Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from death, then you will be saved. That's why I want to invite you today. Open your heart to receive God's love. Say with me the prayer that you see on the screen. Dear God, I understand the importance of forgiveness. I want to be able to forgive and keep forgiving people. I am willing to do that because you want me to be a forgiving person. Please help me. Lord, you are the one that I want to adore. You are my God. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord, to become the person you want me to be. My friend, it's on the Calvary, on the cross, where everything begins. Because Jesus paid the price for our salvation. What if you say with me this statement? Say it. I am forgiven by Jesus. My Lord can do everything. His word is true and active in me. My life is going to be great and blessed in 2021. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile down on you and show you his kindness. May the Lord answer your prayers and give you peace. From Odessa, Texas, in the name of, name of my church, Victory Church, my wife, my family, and my team, we all say to you, have a wonderful rest of the day. See you next time.
Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.